Hello and welcome to the freaking Comedy Bang Bang. It's the podcast. I'm your host, Scott Ackerman, and freaking What's Up Hot Dog, and I'm here with uh, Jeff Davis. What's up, dudes and dudettes and, and all those uh, in between and around town? I hope everyone is having a lovely Sunday or whatever day you're listening to this on. I know that I am. I'm having, I'm having a very, very lovely day today. I'm in a very good mood. That's awesome. You sound great. Yeah, I saw you on the Zoom. I was really excited to see you kind of roll into frame there with your little ukulele and microphone kind of visible. I'm not wearing a jacket. It's hot in my office. I'm just wearing a shirt. Uh, I haven't been drinking. Now, It's uh, I think this is day 12. And uh, wow. I got to tell you, I feel like a million bucks. I, I You can see my jawline again. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. See this? That, that, that's a jaw that you wasn't look there. Like a- you look like a mean green, uh, mean lean blues bluegrass machine. I think. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sleeping good. I'm eating good. I just made myself a very sexy dinner, and wow. uh, yeah, and just just no no boozing. I've, I've been sober for twelve days, and I just feel. Fan- you know, it's like it's like how people probably feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. They they. they, they uh, I, I hear that people are out there like uh, they have an appetite and uh, and they sleep good and they wake <laughs> yeah, up yeah. and they uh, and they're productive. It's very exciting. It's all very exciting. A, a really sexy meal. Did you make your famous special titties thermidor, Jeff? Titties thermidor. It's a cream based sauce. It's kind of like somewhere between a bechamel and uh, and and uh, and a Besha, Besha Alice. And uh, <laughs> okay. It's very good. It, 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 it's, it's, it's a lot of prep. Oh, Teddy no. is a little, a little more labor-intensive. You know, oh, that's, that's one of the problems okay, of being Jeff, a bachelor, no, Spencer and Kevin. One of, the, one of the main problems of being a bachelor is like, oh. you know, sometimes you're like, you know what? I'm in the mood for Titty's Thermidor. But there's so much hear, work. I can't hear him, folks. And it's like just, just cooking Titty's okay, Thermidor for one, it's, it's almost not worth all the labor that goes into it. And yet, it's you know, I persist. What's going on, Spencer? I think Spencer's having audio problems, maybe. Well, we can hear him. He's, he's muttering. Yeah. What's going on? I can't hear you guys, though. I can hear you, Spencer. AirPods Max. AirPods Max. Kevin, let's check in with you. How you doing, babe? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. What you up to this <laughs> week? I'm back. I'm so sorry. Also, again, you've <laughs> never had the same background twice. It's always something new with you. you your backdrop is ever-changing. <laughs> this is the same room. I don't, I don't know. Mm. I'm zoomed in tight. Wait, you moved houses. You've moved houses. This can't right, be the but same I mean, room. For the, the last ten episodes, this has been my backdrop. Oh, okay. Can I can I tell a, a brief Scott Ackerman story since Spencer uh, invoked the name of Scott Ackerman um, moments ago? I was hoping you would. I was hoping. Now I've known Scott Ackerman for years and years and years and years. Not well, but you know the comedy community in Los Angeles is small. And, you know, sure. there's the, an, an improv and sketch and stand-up community that you, you, people around the same age group tend to know each other. And, you know, not necessarily super well all the time, but certainly I've known Scott for a good long time. We were going off to South by Southwest. And, Spencer, you might have been at the, at the, at the airport with me at this, at this time. Although, you know, mm-hmm. I think I came in on my own on this flight. At any rate, um, I'm, I'm at LAX and Kulop... Uh, walks up to me and I'm, I'm not going to say her last name because I'm forgetting it. I'm going to say it wrong, but, uh, our, our Laotian, uh, Ackerman. Oh, is it Ackerman? No, she's, I, think I, she kept her. 
Yeah, v- no, that's a Velisoc. It starts with, starts with a V. I forget. Velisoc. Uh, oh, yeah. She's awesome. And, and we just worked together on her show, uh, Bajillion Dollar Properties. And so she comes up and says hello. And she points over at somebody who's like in middle distance. And it's this very skinny gentleman, like very thin. And he's got kind of a ragged kind of a Raskolnikov-esque beard. And she points over and she says, "Oh, that's I, I'm I'm over there with like uh, like a uh, smacking mommy, like, like some, some name I didn't like." I, I, looking back, she was calling him a nickname, but she mm-hmm. said something that I, that I didn't recognize, and also I didn't recognize the person because right. maybe my vision is failing as as with the ravages of time. But you know, about thirty thirty five feet away, she points to a guy and he looks over her shoulder and he waves and she calls him like you know Snapple Dapple or you know Fruity Loops or whatever, and. We get on the plane, we fly to Austin, Texas, we go to the bag claim, and there they are, there's Kulop and this gentleman standing next to her, and so we're talking, we're saying hi, and I go, hey, I'm sorry, man, I've, I've to- I'm blanking on your name. And he gave me what I think they call a withering glance. He mm-hmm. looked absolutely, justifiably bummed out. And he goes, Scott, Scott Ackerman, I've known you for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. And I, you know, of course, I feel like a heel. But in my defense, he had lost a lot of weight and he had a beard and she called him Fruity Boobies or whatever she called him. And it didn't add up to me. And I'm, I, I, I am bad with names. And, and it, it, you know, and then I panic. And mm-hmm. uh, so I hope I didn't ruin his day or his uh, South by Southwest experience. Oh, he'll live. I'm sure I she was so. calling him Hot Saucerman, Jeff. Hot Saucerman. One of his many nicknames. He is a man of many nicknames. Um, It sounds like you must have encountered what they call parking lot Scott. That's the, uh, you know, not not on air personality Scott. (laughs) Um, So I made myself a uh, an an Italian dinner. It was very good. mm -hmm. Very excited. And I made an artichoke. I steamed an artichoke and I made a a a citrus reduction. Dijon aioli dipping sauce that I got to tell you. Oh, wow. Fucking outstanding. Yeah, outstanding. I bet. That sounds so good. But not to be outdone, Jeff, I also had a culinary uh, accomplishment. I made uh, a kind of sandwich that my friend refers to as a goo sandwich. And that's a sandwich with goopy kind of ingredients. And our goo sandwich was made out of peanut butter and rice crispy treats like i made rice crispy treats but instead of putting them into the pan i put them into the insides of this sandwich and i ate it and it was really good jeff that sounds pretty hardcore yeah i, I needed some I, milk i think you uh, milk on the side yeah what did you wash it down with and don't say don't say some sort of awful flavor of mountain dew i i washed it down with mountain dew birthday cake smash jeff no, you uh, didn't. the birthday You're lying. You're- cake flavored mountain dew you're lying oh, to yeah. us because uh, Kevin has just informed us, uh, Hapuccinos. And again, welcome all Hapuccinos and ha- uh, Hapalations and uh, Happenstances. Hapaquitics. Hapaquitics. Yep. Um, <laughs> happy Dazers. Uh, <laughs> Kevin has uh, threatened us. I-, I, think it's, I think we can say it's a threat, right? This is, this is a terrorist mm-hmm. threat. Uh, he's, going, he's delivering Spencer and I one can apiece of... What, what's, what's, what's the actual name of it, uh, Kevin? It's Mountain Dew Birthday Bash, I think. Let me check. I think it's called Cake Smash, but I'm not sure. And Cake Smash Birthday also cake sounds smash. like a sexual act. Yeah. yeah. 
birthday. I'm keeping it simple right now with a good old fashioned Mexican Coke. Wow. Coke? (laughs) That happens. Oh, (laughs) Oh, shit. I said, oh, fuck. Oh, God. The soda. And now you're drinking soda. We got you addicted to soda, Jeff. You know, when I stop drinking alcohol, my sweet tooth goes mad. Because right. you know, I'm not getting all the sugar that I no- normally get from beer and and um, and Fernet Branca, which has you know pr- probably loads of sugar in it. So now I just want to eat chocolate all the time. And I made a huge mistake yesterday. Somebody gave me a bunch of weed, and I don't smoke weed, as you know, Spencer. Mm-hmm. And I'll do it once in a while. But I, always, I, I, I then I remember why I don't smoke weed because I eat everything in the goddamn house, and so I, I and I had chocolates. I had peanut butter cups, and I had some Italian chocolate called bocce, which are like hazelnut little fuckers. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I'm, and now, I'm, now I've, I've quit drinking, and now I'm just going to get diabetes from drinking or eating sweets. Hey, that could be good. Uh, I, I, I heard through the grapevine, by which I mean like someone on Discord said they saw something on Instagram or something, that Dan might have been uh, like tested positive for being pre-diabetic. Have you heard about this? I have not. Me neither. That's, and that's maybe not it's good. not true. Maybe just some fucking schizophrenic person snuck into the Discord and is just making shit up. But yeah, how would you could join find, him? How would somebody find that out? Dan Dan would not post something like that on social media. I don't think would he? Yeah, he's a pretty private individual. I think we could all agree. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's well. That, that that makes me sad to hear. Yeah, I've I wonder a, what's it's, if it's pre diabetes. I yeah. found you know my, my nose has been broken and I'm and I'm threatening to go get it fixed. Although my insurance is. If I go to the doctor I want to go to, it's it's going to cost me like fifteen thousand dollars, and and it, because he doesn't take insurance because he's an asshole, but he's supposed mm-hmm. to be like the best guy, and so I, I don't want to go bargain basement and get it, you know, my, and come out looking like uh, like uh, Courtney Cox after my nose job. Uh, so, but but I looked up in my right nostril where my, where my septum and leans over to it. It's like basically like not a forty five degree angle, but like I don't know, like about that. And uh, if you, uh, pay for the subscription so you can see exactly the angle of my septum. And, yeah, uh, I could quote the angle. Like, I could tell. I could eyeball that angle, but I'm not going to no, no, say no, You no, have to watch it. No, you got to pay for that shit. Yeah. Um, and that was like a little, there's a little bump, like a little growth on it. And now I think I have nostril cancer. I don't. Oh. I looked it up online. It's, it's not uncommon to have little, little uh, benign little growths up there, and it's getting better. It, it, I just thought. I think I've just been fucking with it so much because my nose is all screwy. I think I've just made it in, like in, inflamed or infected or something. Like that. It's not good. Yeah, I mean, as uh, you, you definitely are a candidate for surgery. And you know, if they cut your nose open and they find nose cancer, that's great. Then they found it, right? That could be cool. Yeah, get it out of there. Yeah, they already cut you open. They'll just, you know. Yeah do it at the same time nose cancer yeah um oh boy jeff yeah this is old, oh. old guy old guy uh, is at the at his doctor's office very very old man and the uh, doctor says well i got bad news for you you have cancer and alzheimer's and the old man says well <laughs> at least i don't have cancer <laughs> damn that's it's, 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 it's alzheimer's is so aggressive aggressive like that's yeah. That's, that's I, so mean, he, I, would, I would call that pretty advanced Alzheimer's. You have stage the doctor, one cancer the doctor stage just four said it like, like two seconds before he had just heard the words Alzheimer's. <laughs> and that's, that, I think that's pretty, that's advanced stage Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I don't miss booze at all. I don't miss like, like being drunk. I don't miss any of that. Um, 
just but then I'm, I'm now on my sweet tooth. I gotta stop it. This, this is not good. I, I'm, I'm not a soda person. Ne- next thing you know, I'm gonna be mainline and fucking birthday cake Mountain Dew. <laughs> Hell yeah! Which sounds then like the podcast. absolute. Ch- You've laid some bad Mountain Dew flavors on me, Kevin Day, <laughs> and uh, and I'm happy to try them and and you know and give you my notes on it. But birthday cake flavored soda is just that's a bridge too fucking far for my money. I, I still bad. insist birthday cake is not a flavor. I think you two are wrong. Birthday cake is not a flavor. What? It's it's a. What do you mean? It's a, what? Any cake? How do you focus for birthday? If you, how do you, you define a, a flavor? Cake. White white sheet cake with white frosting and sprinkles has a flavor, and it's birthday cake. It's it's sugary, buttery, cakey cake flavor. Yeah, it's it's sugar and butter, and 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 that's it, right? I mean, I, I understand what the flavor is. I just think I think as a society, we are wrong in calling that birthday cake flavor because any cake could be a birthday cake. Now, if you make me. And I don't want it to be Mountain Dew, and I don't want if, if if we could do one without without the high fructose corn syrup, which is why I'm having the Mexican Coke because it's just good old fashioned sugar. Um, they say, um, if you made me a, a proper carrot cake flavored soda, I'd give that a crack because carrot cake is the aristocrat of cakes. There's no better cake than than carrot cake for my money, and what that that includes fuck? all chocolate cakes. The fuck are you talking about? I'm carrot ninety percent sure I have one of those somewhere here. Yeah, I, I do have cake a soda? carrot cake. Yes, I do. I carrot will get you cake. one. I will have you one. Carrot cake, Mountain Dew. Not carrot Mountain cake, Dew. Mountain Dew. Who who, who makes good. carrot cake soda, Kevin? It's a it's a company called Melba's. Um, but there's also mm. Lester's makes one too. Yeah. Get, okay, lay that on me. Lay that okay. on me. What other cakes would I they like? Have pumpkin would I pie want? cake or pumpkin pie soda too? Would you drink that? I'd give it a whirl. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. I'd give it a whirl. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that next week. Yeah, carrot cake. Oh yeah, a, a, a good carrot cake, man. Or or like a, a German chocolate cake too, with the little coconut bits in it. Yeah. What do you like about carrot cake? What What are you? What draws you to it? Because it's it's not overly sweet. It's it's mm-hmm. it's um it, it's got the uh, the walnuts in it, and it's um it's got that kind of little little bit of cinnamon or is it maybe i don't know is there a nutmeg in there i don't know what they put in it but you got that that, that cream cheese frosting which is a little tangy mm-hmm. you know it's, yeah. it's it's not just a sugar fest it's not just like an overload of, of frosting um you, you got to get the, the the ratio right my friend tracy mm-hmm. samuels who I, who I believe uh, you know spencer maybe kevin knows too uh she makes me a carrot cake uh as big as like a trash can it's this high uh, and again I'm holding my hands a certain length apart, and you're gonna have to pay to know exactly how big this carrot cake is. Yeah, imagine and you put how it in the freezer. You is. put it in the freezer, and then when you need it, you just slice off a big chunk of it and put that in the fridge and let it thaw out. And the, the the big rest of the cake in the freezer does not degrade; it only gets better with time. Whoa. Love it. The, the frosting just becomes more frostinger. <laughs> yeah, it's becoming too frostinger. Now, uh, Kevin, before we came on, uh, <clears throat> was asking me about uh, he had a community question that I, I mm-hmm. that people were asking about. Kevin, what, what's what's the deal here? Yeah, so I mean, I guess you know, I've known you guys forever, and I've never asked this, and I don't think um, we've ever talked about this in Harmontown or anything. And the question keeps coming up on Reddit. You know, we know that like from community, Abed is loosely based on our real Abed. How much of Jeff Winger was actually based on you? It was loosely based on me. Like when, when Dan f- was first writing that, we would, you know, he was he was trying to uh, crack the code on that script, and 
um, you know, a guy that falls from grace as a lawyer and then has to go to community college and stuff. And, you know, he drives a Lexus, which I do, and his name is Jeff. So, like, you know, a lot of the characters are based on people that Dan knew, sort of, you know. But, like, it's not that Jeff Winger is totally me, but uh, it's, it's you know, certainly kind of essentially similar to me. And um, I auditioned for it and actually went to studio or network tests. I, I don't know if I made it or if it was all one. But we went to NBC or the, the, the studio on that. And I knew I wasn't going to get it because because uh, Joel McHale had a deal with NBC. So he was going to get the job. That, that, I, I never really ever thought I was going to get it. Um, I went in there and read it uh, and, and, went, you know, and, and did fine. There were a couple lines in it. And I, I, have a, I have a really fast memory for words. So, like, I, I knew the words, but there were a couple lines I never really knew how to deliver. It. I didn't didn't know how to make them sound like me. Um, it sounded really mean, and like not like in a way like not, not that I can't be mean, but it, it just sounded like oh god, like I wouldn't I wouldn't want to watch me say that and, and then watch another episode of that show. It just didn't feel right. There were just a couple lines that were so not me that I really didn't know how to deliver them, and so I just said them. And and it was fine. And uh, Dan told me afterwards, he said, great job. And he goes, when, when you left the room, I said, well, there's my guy. So Dan was, you know, kind of, you know, gently pulling for me. But I think, you know, n neither of us thought that there was any chance that I was going to get the job. So that was no big surprise or letdown. And I think Joel did a lot, much better job than I would have in that role. So uh, so everyone's a winner. Yeah. Dan Did you ever watch any community and just life. sort of. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Do, do you ever watch uh, any of Community and just go like, "Yeah, that sounds like me"? Or you know, did, did you feel he ever wrote you into it? Um, no, I, I, I feel like every character in Community, and I, this is this is just my opinion. Um, I could be wrong, and I and I, I haven't seen one hundred percent of Community. I've only seen like you know like a smattering of episodes because um, I'm so angry. The sour grapes, you guys. Oh my god. If I ever fucking see Joel alone, he's a dead man. Except he's stronger than me and could certainly crush me like a fucking grape. Yeah. Um, like have you seen these guys? Monster. That guy's got muscles. He's he's yeah. very he's very, very ripped. Um I, on the other hand, believe you can't be funny with muscles. You must be scrawny and and uh and have no skin uh like no just have a, a real pallor. Like, you know, just just uh, just never been in the sun. That's comedy. <laughs> um What was the question? I forgot. Do you ever, you know, did you ever hear yourself or think, yeah, that he was channeling oh. me? No, here's what I think. I think the characters are all loosely based on people that Dan knows, like Abed and, you know, like uh, Britta. Is, uh, we have a friend named Britta. I don't know how much um, personality-wise that they're similar. I don't think really much at all. But um, I, my feeling has always been that, and I think this is, this is a good way to go if I'm right, that everybody is based, like, loosely on someone that Dan knows, but everybody is Dan. Um, the, the Jeff character is me if Dan were me. Um, Abed is Abed, our real Abed, but if Dan were real Abed. Like, so like, there's, 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 there's a huge dose of, uh, of Dan Harmon and all those characters, but they're kind of wearing costumes of other people that he, that he knows. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't watch uh, Community and look at Jeff Winger and see myself in the mirror at all. Um, ex- you know, aside from the fact that I'm uh, taller than most of the cast and uh, drive a Lexus and I'm kind of a prick. So, I mean, they're we're, we're very much alike. Yeah, well, like every time there's an episode of the show, the character, you know, goes through an event that kind of changes the character a little bit. And then they kind of grow more into their own thing that gets farther and farther apart from the inspiration because they're going on their own journey and building up, you know, like their world building and stuff. So I'm sure it was inspired by you. And there, there's probably lines that are maybe references to things you might have said or stuff like that. But, you know, overall, the character it, it becomes its own pretty fast. Yeah, I mean, when Dan was first writing it, the fantasy was that I was going to be in it, you know, and and, you know, that that was that that went away pretty quickly because the most important thing is let's get the fucking show made and if if NBC has a guy they want in it then you say yes to that so that like that that's how that works yeah i've only seen i got to say i i don't think i've seen more than 5 episodes of that show maybe 6 like like sometimes Dan would invite us over to watch a, a screening of it before it aired so i'd see those but i i like I, I also just n- not like for any any real reason. I don't watch sitcoms. I, I I don't know that I've ever seen a full episode of Friends. Um, I've never seen Parks and Rec. I've never seen Thirty Rock. I just don't really like. W- um, which isn't to say that I wouldn't enjoy watching them. I'm, I'm sure they're hilarious, and everyone says they are, and I believe them. I just don't like turn on the TV and want to watch a sitcom. Damn, that's because you're making comedy so much yourself. I don't know. I just. Maybe it's a little bit of envy that people are doing the, the the coolest job in the world, and I'm not doing it. But also, I just mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather watch an old movie. I'd I'd, I'd rather watch a documentary on something like that. Like if I'm going to turn a TV on, I, I I watch documentary stuff or old films and stuff. That's just my my bag. Yeah, I just like cartoons. I don't like most live action stuff. Like just I, it's not like I don't watch live action, but just you know, in my preferences, my preferences are drawn to to drawn pictures. Can I uh, tell you something I learned today? And I, 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 I'm going to get this all wrong, everybody, because I don't speak Chinese, and I'm going to get this all wrong. But I was sitting at the drawing room drinking a fake beer. I was having a Heineken Zero and watching the Olympics because I needed to get out of the house. I, by the way, I'm, I've been just been hooked on the Olympics. I'm, I'm watching um, 20 hours of Olympics every day. It's fantastic. Wow. And uh, people got, like, abs and shit. It's pretty wild. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> and uh, Oh, and uh, somebody at the end of the bar sent down to our end of the bar. Dino was there with a friend of uh, his from New York. And someone at the far end of the bar had sent down some uneaten French fries, like in a plastic to-go container. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want any, and nobody else wanted it. But the, but the girl that Dino was with uh, wanted some. And so she opened up the fries. And then it was um, a kind of an off-brand ketchup packet. It wasn't uh, Heinz or Hunt's. Uh, it was red gold ketchup, Ooh. which... Uh, I think it's kind of a stupid name, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Red gold. Uh, never heard of it, but I'm sure it was fine. And then we we're talking about why some, why some brands call it cats up versus ketchup. Mm-hmm. And then we we're talking about fancy ketchup. You ever seen packets that say fancy ketchup? Yeah, of course. Now this woman that was with uh, Dino, uh, who says that she speaks Chinese and, and she seemed to know what she was talking about. Uh, she is not Chinese, but she speaks a bit. She was saying that the fancy ketchup comes from there's a like there's a certain kind of sauce or ketchup that's big in China, 
or is it like a certain kind of condiment and it's like fancha ketchup like something like that like it, but it sounds like if you americanize it the fancha or something like that is we call it fancy so they they branded mm. it as fancy ketchup i just thought it was funny that anyone would call ketchup fancy but apparently there's some sort of chinese uh backstory to that which i i, I find very fascinating yeah, well, I think even the word uh, ketchup is is Chinese. I think it just means fish sauce in Chinese or something, though. But it's like it, it it's it's traveled around the world and changed, and people are like, "Oh, you can make these with these crazy new fruit we found called tomatoes," and you know, and then it become a tomato based sauce. But it oh, so ke- ketchup is an Americanized version of of a Chinese word as well. Yeah, yeah. If you if you wanted to go to a store in China to look at their fish sauce or whatever the condiment is, it would say ketchup. Like it would that's what it would be labeled. But it wouldn't be ketchup as we know it. It would be, you know, the sauce. Wow. Yeah. Riveting. It, it interesting and not quite entertaining, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of entertaining, I've been I've been being entertained by, uh, I found this meme on TikTok ages ago where there's like this dancing piece of cheese and then this bootleg sounding like all the, uh, the pumped up kicks song by foster the people by this like Spanish or Mexican guy or something. And, um, and, uh, I found out that the guy who does it is this guy, he's Peruvian, his name's El Tongo and he does these amazing, like parodies of american songs they're not parodies they're just like him trying to sing it without knowing the lyrics like at all you know like if if a, if a white person did it for like a, a a chinese song or something it would be very offensive but because he's like you know bastardizing english and stuff it ends up being really really funny or um i wish i could find a clip maybe i can uh maybe i can find find a link for kevin to play el, el tongo el tongo t-o-n um, or t-a-n uh t-o-n i I, i'm pulling a video right now hold on okay but Uh, he's he's great while you're pulling that up joel murray uh that we travel with of the who's live guys Mm -hmm. we were at a bar in like like not was it walnut creek somewhere up in the um like bay area esque kind of you know northern california uh, that got really burned down by the fires, but we we were at, at our hotel, which is now gone. The, the, a fire, the, one of the big fires up there, completely wiped it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Santa Rosa, I believe it's Santa Rosa, and lovely theater. That, that the theater survived, thank God. So we're at the bar afterwards uh, at, at the show, and it's me and Ryan Styles and Proops and uh, Joel and Bob, our piano player, and Morgan, our uh, our you know producer, road guy. And Morgan, Morgan Groby. Joel, Joel just started, yes, the Groby, uh, just started singing Sukiyaki. This is a Japanese song. And he was doing, uh, we thought he knew the Japanese to it. He's like, and he said, he really starts singing it. And Mm. there was maybe about 10 other people in the bar. It was was getting late. It was getting towards closing time. And he kept doing it really loud and kind of like a kabuki, like, and, uh, but it sounded so legit. They're like, oh, Joel knows the Japanese lyrics to Sukiyaki. And when it was over, the bar was empty. <laughs> he had cleared out the whole <laughs> motherfucking place. And uh, and also, it was just gibberish. She didn't, he doesn't know the words. He was actually being offensive. It was fantastic. Sure. Those yeah. are simpler times, you guys. I love being offensive. Yeah. Me and the boys, you know, hanging around after high school. 
Just saying N words, man. <laughs> Back before you, phone cameras. Were you, before I, I, we'd I be destroyed were, permanently for this shit, man. Oh, I bet you were kind of a bully in, bully in high school. Like you, like people saw you coming down the corridor and, and like in the hallways by the lockers, and people just stepped wide when when Spencer was coming uh, through. Because no, no, I was well liked. Uh, I, 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 my older brother was cool, and that might have been part of it. But I don't know. I think you know, being big, people aren't don't want to necessarily get on your wrong side necessarily. But I think I was more of a loser. Uh, I hung out with all the losers. Uh, you know, I was in a group of people that got like the bullies that would come around. They again, they wouldn't bother me, but they would come around and like hassle the people that I was hanging out with a fair amount. So you know, it's uh. It was, it was, I was always nice, but well, that's not true. Like I said, we hung out with the losers and I was always, or I wasn't always, but I was sometimes like, man, these guys are losers, <laughs> you know? So I wouldn't like make fun of them to gain clout or anything, but I was yeah. like, yeah, this is. Yeah. I, I went, I went from hanging out with really cool people, really smart, funny, talented, creative people like Matt Gorley, who we all know, like I met him in seventh grade and in high school we were mm-hmm. buds and, and my friend Sam and like all these really, like these really just thoughtful, considerate, kind, great people and fell in with a group of complete assholes. Like they were just like, you know, thieves and kind of like involved with like gangs. And they were just like this one guy, one friend of mine, Brian, I won't say his last name. um, He was like a rich kid. And I was not a rich kid. I lived below the boulevard, as they say. There was above Whittier Boulevard, and there was below Whittier Boulevard. And the people, people that lived above the boulevard lived in big houses, and we lived in the small houses. And um, and we got, you know, teased about it for being below the boulevard. It, it was like a John Hughes film. Like It was like 16 Candles and shit. And I was Molly Ringwald. And, uh, but hotter. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, he... he he was pretty privileged, and uh, we were at a Del Taco drive-through one night, you know, like you know, ten, eleven p.m. And he's driving, and we order our food. The food comes, we pay, and he pulls forward like a car length forward past the window, and then goes, "Oh shoot, I forgot to get extra hot sauce," and gets out of the car. And he's like a thin, you know, he's not like a tough guy. Uh, we were both kind of scrawny, and he gets out, and the woman leans through the window, and he just. <laughs> Punches her right in the face. Sucker wow. punches her. And then gets back in the car laughing. Like he had pulled off some awesome practical joke. And uh, I don't believe I hung out with him after that. Uh, like those, are the, those are the people that I started falling in with. And, I, and then, thank God, I saw the light and started hanging out with the cool people again. Like, and by cool, people that didn't think they were cool. People that didn't care about cool. They were just um, good people. I was like, yeah, and this shit. In high school and stuff, I did hang out with a lot of burnouts and stuff, but they weren't like they weren't like aggressors and stuff. I think sometimes they would deal with people like, you know, you know, like finding the drug kids that had the drugs and stuff like they would be dealing with people that were more like of a, a rough customer kind of stuff. But we were never, never that bad. Although I will say there was this older guy that I knew and he was probably the worst out of everyone, like the most delinquent. And uh, one time I was driving around with him and we saw this kid we knew who was uh was kind of always like being i don't know it wasn't like it's not just annoying it was also like kind of like destructive or malicious but it's like it's this kind of like 
like you just have this kid energy that you don't know what to do with so you're not you're not being a bully but you're like you're just being a public nuisance like anytime this person was around it would always be all like oh he's like biting the slide or he's yelling at a tree or something you know like just yeah. this 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 energy and so we saw him and we we pulled over to talk to him and then my friend pulls out an airsoft gun and shoots him in the face with the airsoft gun and then like drives off and then like the, like a couple days later at school like i get called into the principal's office Oh, oh no! Before this, the guy talked to me afterwards, and I was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah, I didn't know that was going to happen. I don't know what the fuck was, you know, like I, I didn't, you know, this is not something we normally go do is drive around shooting people with airsoft guns." And he was like, "Who was that?" And I was like, "Oh, oh," and I gave him a fake name of this other kid who I didn't like. And then I got called into the office, and they were like, "Oh, we heard, <laughs> we heard you were in a car with this guy when he shot this other guy," you know. And I was like. No, I don't hang out with that person. He's a fucking loser. Like no one hangs out with that person. Like ask him. Like we've never, we've literally never hung out in our life, you know. And so then I didn't get in trouble. I didn't hear anything else about it. But, you know. but so that's like, but we didn't do that. Like that wasn't a normal occurrence, you know. That was like the the one time I've ever seen anything like that, and that was this one guy. Um, but yeah. Uh, but uh, Kevin, Kevin, I think has El Tongo pulled up. Do you? Okay, do you want I have something someone just sent too, though. Okay, yeah, that, Kevin's showing my my uh, senior year high school ID from Lucerna High School, ninety class of ninety one. I did have natural dreadlocks because I was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was man. so cool, you guys. I was so I would shred the gnar and I would gleam various <laughs> cubes. Yeah, um, yeah. Look at this piece of shit. And it says you're valid. This looks like yeah. the kind of kid that would like be in a commercial for like Sunny D or pizza bagels or something, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, I, I, I had I had never done a drug in my life at this point. And I and I would not do a drug for another ten years after this. Um mm -hmm. and I, I I was a bodyboarder, so my, my hair was you, you get that salty, you know, seawater, sandy stuff in your hair. And also I have a lot of nervous energy. So when my hair gets long in class, I would just fuck with it. And it eventually started to, to dread up. And then one day I had dandruff flakes the size of uh, like butterflies, and because <laughs> you you're not washing your hair because if you can if you wash your hair the dreads will fall out and who who mm -hmm. wants to, uh, uh, the the worst thing that could happen to a white boy is for his dreadlocks to fall out <laughs> you know when you're culturally appropriating a hairstyle from uh, from other cultures uh, it's important to maintain it at all costs. Mm -hmm. um, God damn it! And so I I just took some clippers and buzzed it all off one day and wow, and those. Okay, let's let's watch some El Tango for pity's sake. Now, will people that are live streaming this will, will they be able to see this uh, as we're seeing it right now? Yes, they will. That's a good question. This is very exciting. Wow. Again, another reason to, to subscribe. Breaking new ground here. So this is an actual song that he's just doing his what he hears. Yeah. This is uh. I don't know. Song. What song. is it called? Numb is the song. By like system of a down, I think. He has a lot of costumes. What does he look like? He kind of reminds me of my dad, honestly. <laughs> wow. And he looks like he's like 50, maybe? How old do you think this guy is? hard to say he's old enough to know better yeah this is the chorus did, 
you think he does any actual research, or he's is this honestly <laughs> what, what he thinks is going on here? I don't know, man. There's so much effort put into these. Like, it, it feels like I, I don't want to just believe that. Oh, he just doesn't know the lyrics because he puts so much work into it, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the end, like he does the song, and then he does like a breakdown, and then they do like a redo of the song, like in a more kind of like I don't know. Like a different kind of like, rhythm. He looks like a, like a Venezuelan overlord. Like 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 this is like he's like the Kim Jong Un of some sort of like some some yeah. South or Central American uh, like like yeah country that we don't really that, that doesn't really exist. The Kim Jong Un kind of. Thing. He's the yeah, Kim Jong Un of wherever he's from. Do we know All where right. El is from? We okay, can I think I, I think we he's get the Peruvian. Yeah. Peruvian. Yeah. Oh okay, no, now. Kevin, he's not killing it. Kevin, what are you doing? Okay. <laughs> Kevin's Thank on a Kevin. delay today. Thanks so much. Um, wow, See, we've never really, done that before. It, it's, I, I'm just, I'm, is it cynical of me just to think, think that this, this, is not a, this is not a joyful thing that this guy is doing. This is something that he did once and it was kind of funny. People are like, dude, you could totally go viral with that. And now he just cranks them out like sausage out of a meat grinder and... And he, he just does it because, like, he wants to be internet famous, and it's it, it's not he's not doing anything helpful. That's the world I mean, we live in, Jeff. Our uh, the the incentives are so perverse. It feels like it, like it, it feels like the amount of people in the economy and stuff that are just like ripping people off or like stealing value as opposed to like actually you know like providing value and being paid for that is like it's it's got to be at a higher rate than it's ever been. Like there's never been more people doing less and making you know and get, getting reward. I'm not talking about this guy. I'm just talking about in general. You know like pyramids schemes and stuff like just everything like there's just so many people that are just grifting and it just seems like i wonder what the reality is but it definitely seems like there's more grifters now than there have ever been on any point you know in in human history and they're probably capturing more income than they ever have before yeah not totally related but but sort of just in in just internet fame and stuff like that i I, I read a headline with that that movie theater shooting where two people got shot uh, right like, like a week mm-hmm. ago or something like that um the headline that i read was like a woman is killed and and and, in, and an influencer they, yeah they, yeah, they, like yeah. A, a woman and an internet influencer like that that, that person got billing as an influencer mm-hmm. fucking dumb remember that time yes. we had influencers on harmontown it was, was it was it once or more than once where we had like like we have a couple guests tonight Steve Levy would announce that we had a couple of guests. Who are they? They're influencers. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I never heard of, heard of that, that phrase before or term before. And, and there was just two guys. And like, what, influencing what? Dumb. Stupid. Stupid, dumb. Dumb, stupid. I, I don't remember. When did we have influencers on? Or what kind of Thank you for not remembering. Because that's what, the, the, the most forgettable shit. There were just two dudes that were like, you know, nice sneakers. And uh, they talked about... Uh, I don't remember. I just remember. I remember sitting there doodling and just writing down. I, I have my little notebooks, which I I, I will uh, donate to charity or, or the Smithsonian or something like that of the notes that I take. And you can tell when I'm having fun because there's not a lot of notes. There's not a lot of doodling. But when I wasn't having fun in Harmontown and I was comp trolling, it's a lot of just me b- drawings of me blowing my brains out and just just me writing. I hate this. Let me out of here. I want to die. 
kill me. This sure. sucks. This blows. Who are these fuckers? Um, yeah, that that was one of those episodes. Influencers. Um, do you I'll remember this, like, Kevin? I I do not. Thank you for not remembering. <laughs> just just t- the two. I, I mean, I remember the guy that was pitching his liquor business at South by Southwest. Right, that, I remember that, that guy. Talking about? No, it, we it, had, it was it it, it, it was guys, at meltdown. It was at meltdown, and there were there were two young influencers, and that was the first time I'd heard that phrase or term rather. And I wanted to punch my ears in the balls. You, I, 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 in my head, you're thinking about the guys who did Stranger Things, and you're just thinking that they were influencers. <laughs> no, they were they they called themselves influencers. I fucking guarantee it. I would okay. not make that up because it's too it's too weird to make up. No, no, I believe you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, the meltdown. There was a lot of weird. You know, we'd have audience members come up in the meltdown, and then so I, I would, I, I would believe it if it were just like you know weird people like that. Like I don't. No, I no, definitely, the, no. Like, these are these are these were book that were, guests that Dan. These were book found? guests that, that that I think Levy booked for us. And uh, hmm. yeah, I mean, the, the, that, we that gotta was find like, this. Know, was it the these game? Were, these were early, are they influencers? I don't fucking know. The they are, they are uh, no game, game grumps. grumps. The game grumps. They're YouTubers. The game grumps. They might have been influencers though. Okay, that right. could have been it. That could have been it. Well, um, I'll tell you what. They influenced uh, me so much. I don't know who the fuck they were or what they were doing up there. <laughs> Damn. So stupid. Jeff can't be influenced. Uh, even I, I, even I, 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 I can absolutely be influenced. But I, but um, calling yourself an influencer is just a, like. It's like someone goes like, "Hey, I'm like super funny." Okay, mm-hmm. go away. Uh, influence uh, my dick and my balls, and uh, get the fuck off my ass. Uh, I, I'm, why am I so angry about this? Just calling the only things stupid. The only things we want to be influenced by are the messages from these fine sponsors. Oh yeah, this is this is real influence, you guys. Uh, buy this shit, or you're 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 an asshole. Hey, it's Carl Teddy Jr. Red coming to talk to you about the That Happens subscription. Do you like That Happens? Get a subscription. That's right. All the That Happens you could eat delivered to your feed every Thursday or sometimes Wednesday. That Happens, the subscription. I'm Carl whatever I said my name was. Something Jr. Red. Carl something Jr. Red. For that happens, the subscription. Subscribing, that happens. Ooh, okay, I, I, I don't know. Everybody drink. <laughs> oh yeah, I haven't. This is like the longest I've ever had a Mountain Dew on this show. Look, how, I, I lost weight. Look, look, I, I must have lost ten pounds by not drinking beer for two, for almost two weeks. You look great. You look like you've lost weight, and also you look generally just smaller. Like you look like you've not just lost weight, but you've also like lost like five inches or something. Well, you I look smaller. I, I have no muscles, and I'm not wearing a jacket, so I'm I'm losing mm-hmm. the, the the little the bit shoulder. of shape of, of of a suit. Which like, look, look yeah. at my, I've got these little. I have no muscles. I went. I, I've gone recently to some spin classes uh, that my ex girlfriend Kate uh, t- teaches, mm-hmm. and she also does this thing called burn. So you spin for a while and you sweat uh, your tits off and uh, and you want to die a little bit and because uh, I'm I'm wildly out of shape and then you yeah. do some stuff like on a mat where you're like lifting squatting and thrusting and you know you you do some stuff with some weights and there's lots of core stuff like that and uh, I just I'm so I'm so weak so yeah you can see how, how just 
I'm very scrawny. Very little. I got no. Look at that shit. I'm like You're looking Johnny kind Thunders. of like Vince the Pitch Man for Sham Wow. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be this skinny, I should at least have like like abs. Like I I, I should have like heroin body. But I don't have heroin body. I got a little I got a little pudge around the uh, the middle. It's going away though. I'm actually you can mm. see you can see some definition around the old tum tums. More pudging for the nudge. For the nudging. More pudging for the nudging. I'm about to pudge nudge this pudge. So That's friends of mine that are fr- friends friends of mine that are fully vaccinated got COVID again. Yep. It's fucking bullshit. I blame you. You know, you know, I know this isn't Harmontown, but Kumail really jumped down my throat when I said that you could still get infected after you get the vaccine and that you can still pass the infection after you get the vaccine and that you still might have to wear masks after the vaccine. He really jumped on my ass for saying those things on the Harmontown reunion show and <laughs> everything I said was completely right. So fuck that guy. I, you know, th- th- this, that happened. Yeah. Fuck you. Kumail. An anti, it's an anti. You heard it here. You, you heard it here. That's the name of our episode. <laughs> fuck you. Kumail. Oh boy. Yeah. But we look. I don't know. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a small man. You know, not physically, but spiritually, mentally, ethically. I'm a small man, and it it bugged me that <laughs> I was like, I'm not. I'm not lying here. What 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 was his angle? I forget. He he he, 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 he thought. thought I think people out of. Yeah, I think that's what his concern was, which is fine, and I agree with that. I think what he was where he was coming from was definitely valid. But you know, looking looking back. I was maybe a bit more right than people wanted to admit. That's the thing about pessimism, Jeff. You're often you're often right when you're a pessimist, or if you're not right, it's good. It's good to be wrong when you're a pessimist. Yeah, it's a, it's a win-win. Yeah, that's why I like it. I people always like you know they go, well, I don't understand how you could be so negative. I'm like, it's great being negative. I'm always right. I'm always you yeah. know <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm stupidly optimistic, and in, in the face of no reason to be optimistic, like I have a, a million a million gigs booked uh, starting in September, and like every day, Florida is just going to try to fuck it. It's just yeah. going to try to fuck everything. Can we just Bugs Bunny Florida and just saw it, uh, saw it off the goddamn continent and fucking let them drift out to the go hang out and like just go be with Bermuda for a while. Looney Tunes taught me that Florida was made out of plywood. It's all two by fours. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> That's how they did it. It was all practical. <laughs> when Buzz Bunny, when Bugs Bunny sawed Florida, that was all done practically. Oh, oh! I got to share this with you guys. This this fucking got my goat. Yesterday, what? I'm having a fake. I'm having a fake beer at the dra- at the drawing room, watching my Olympics. Try to get out of the house again, and I'm sitting there, and there's a dude there. He's a nice fellow. I don't know him, but I, I, I've seen him in there before. We must have spoken at some point. And he, he came down and sat near me and, and whoever I was sitting with, a couple people. And I think there were other options. There were other places to sit. And if he's listening, <laughs> I, I, if, if, I, I, there's every chance he's listening to this because he, he seemed to know everything about me. Oh. Um, and, and I, you know, I don't really know much about this guy at all. And, you know, he's around my age maybe, and uh, he's very pleasant. And but he was kind of just get, kind of getting in the conversation a lot and just you know kind of inserting himself and and you know and I, I maybe he's listening and, and 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 if you are listening, sir, this is not me 
trying to talk shit, but I, but you'll 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 know where I'm going with this. I was getting a little, you know, I, you know, I'm I'm sober in a bar, which is never ideal. It's not fun to be in a bar if you're not drinking because everybody's a fucking dip dipshit, and you want to be in that zone. You you don't want to be the only sober guy in the bar because everyone is a fucking moron, and it's <laughs> it's, it's it's not fun. So now the, the the groovy part is I go in there, I have a fake beer, and I leave because I'm bored and I mm-hmm. and I hate everything. So I go home and I make a sandwich, and uh, yeah. and watch and watch more Olympics. Um, so this guy, he's just kind of you know benignly inserting himself into the conversation, a little, little little annoying. And then he knows my other friend Cody, and he's like, and afterwards, like, Cody's like, I don't, who the fuck is that guy? Like, how does he know everything about me? Like, you know, he like maybe just has been eavesdropping on our conversations and has gleaned all this you know kind of personal information. So I have my sweet tooth because I'm not drinking the booze, and I go next door to the Italian joint because I wanted. That's where I got my Mexican cokes, and I got some of those Italian chocolates, these bachi, which are great, so good. Yeah. And so I come back into the bar, and I got a little white to go sack, a little paper bag, and I put it on the bar, and uh, the guy says, um, "Hey, what you got there? Hey, what did you get there, slick?" Damn. And I just. Again, subscribe to see the look that I gave this guy. I just turned him on. Slick? Did you just call me Slick? <laughs> and he goes, oh, now he feels like he stepped in it. Now he's all apologetic. I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. He's like, oh, you don't like Slick? I'm like, no, fucking no. No one wants to be called Slick. Yeah. I, go, no, I said, like, don't call me Chief. Don't call me Big Guy. Don't call me Ace. Don't call me Bro. Don't call me fucking, you know, Buddy Boy. I think... Slick is probably more condescending than all of those because chief yeah. is at least like this is like a neutral term, but it's like this guy, like it's like you're saying, oh wow, you want to think you're so slick, you know? Like you're not just like, oh man, look how slick this guy is. I'm gonna call him slick. That's how slick he is. It's like yeah. no, you're being, you're like this guy, like yeah, like 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 shorter people. Like if I'm in, in line somewhere, like hey, big guy, like I'll, I'll get a big guy once in a while. You know, I'm I'm, I'm sure near, nearly six four, so I understand that it's it's stupid. And at one time I was playing pool with uh, at the at the derby back in the old days, and w- there was a guy, I think his name was Mondo, probably not his real name, but he was a, a, one of the musicians. What do you play horn for Royal Crown Review, one of the swing bands back in those days, and uh, they're probably still around. Uh, and we played pool, and he was very nice, but he called me boss the whole <laughs> time. He called me boss like forty times a game, and I, and I was like, "You're fired. If I if I'm your boss, um, here's your pink slip. Clean out your desk. You fucking piece of shit." <laughs> So, so I, I was bummed out about Slick, and just like also, this guy was already being kind of a kind of a nudge already, and then the Slick thing was like him trying to like high status me, and I didn't like it. Yeah, there is something kind of vaguely insulting about someone being called Slick. No, it's very insulting. It's very it's it's saying it's like it's like it's saying like oh you look like a, a used car salesman or something like it's definitely like it's a it's yeah. a very big judgment. It has a lot of loaded kind of like. So here's, here's what I do like. I like I like I like calling people hotshot. You know how I like calling pe- hotshot kids. Like when I, like 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 if, if if a kid is like running around at a party and like and like trips and falls on their head. Way to go, hotshot! Like that like hotshot's funny. Uh, if somebody called me hotshot when I did something stupid, I would I would I would like that because hotshot is is making fun of you, but it also makes fun of them because calling somebody a hotshot is just kind of I think inherently cute. It's funny. Hotshot is funny. Yeah, there's like something funny about hotshot. <laughs> um, so uh, he calls me slick, 
and then he's apologizing, and then he then I get up to leave because I was I, I I was turning into a pumpkin by not drinking at a bar in the daytime, and uh, and I, I get up to leave, and he wants to buy my drink, and he feels all bad about. It. I'm like seriously, man, I've, I've forgotten all about it clearly, and I like don't worry about it. So I go home last night, and I'm watching TCM Turner Classic Movies. And they just finished up a series on Friday nights of neo-noir, like kind of 60s, 70s, 80s film noir kind of style films, like, you know, Chinatown. And they put Blade Runner in there, and which I'd never seen all the way through. I, I just saw that a couple nights ago for the first time, like Bonnie and Clyde oh, yeah. was in there. So it's, it's you know, noirish stuff, but in a modern way. And they closed it out with a film that I really did not care for. I never saw it back in the day from, the, I don't know, 87-ish? 88, 87, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Mel Gibson, Kurt Russell in Tequila Sunrise. Anybody? Have you seen that, Kevin? No. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Raul Julia is very good in it. Yeah, he plays a drug dealer, uh, uh, like a cartel. He, he's fantastic in it. Um, it's a little schmaltzy, but I think they were going for that. I don't think they were trying to take it too seriously. I think they were kind of, they weren't trying to be camp, but it was, they weren't trying to be really hard boiled about it. I think they were kind of having a little bit of fun with it. And I, I just didn't really love it. But, and I could almost see it coming. Um, Mel Gibson and Michelle Pfeiffer get into a fight in a the kitchen. They're arguing because they're kind of, will they, won't they? And, you know, and they're, he's trying to fuck her over and fuck Kurt Russell over and all this shit. And uh, he's trying to get some information out of her. And she says, I, you know, like, you, you want to fuck your friend, you fuck him. Or, you, you, you can't fuck him and fuck me and blah, blah, blah. And she walks out. And he goes, uh, he goes oh, thanks for all the bullshit, Slick. I'm like, oh, and she almost was almost through the the door to leave the apartment or the house. And she stops and turns around and walks back into frame and says, did you just call me slick? (laughs) And I fucking died laughing. She's like, don't call me slick. Fantastic. And that's uh, that's life imitating art, I think. I think so. Slick. Fuck you. I was in a good mood before this. Now I'm, now I'm all pissed off. Influencers and slick. But that's all it takes. You know what it is? I'm a dry drunk now. I'm a fucking one of those guys that drink too much and now he's sober and he's just a cranky old fucker. Hey, you're an angry sober, Jeff. I don't know. Um, no. I'm in a very good mood. Yeah. Oh, you know what else? Did I tell you that I got the, the box of Mountain Dew supplies sent to me? Mountain Dew sent me a Baja summer kind of box. Is it all different flavors of summertime dews? Yeah, it was those three Baja Blast flavors. Like we tried on the show, they sent me those, and they also sent me these room sprays, which are like scents oh. that no! you can uh, no air condition like air. They they actually smell really good. They smell oh, well. The the pineapple and coconut one smells like the soda, but the other two don't smell like the soda at all. They actually just smell like you know a candle or something. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna call those Mountain Don'ts. Oh no. Oh, isn't there like an eau de, uh, like a like a French perfume is like eau, eau de or something? You know, eau like de. eau de eau, eau de de or something like. Uh, is that de. is that a joke we could be making? Eau de toilet. <laughs> eau de toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's called, right? Toilet water. Speaking of uh, weird sprays, uh, one of our I, I don't is Manscaped still a sponsor of ours, uh, Kevin? I don't think we've actually recorded the Manscaped yeah, ad. I don't think they're yet a sponsor yet. But okay, well, they sure okay, will be. Then th- th- this is not an ad. I'm not going to weigh in uh, positive or negatively on this because uh, they're not paying me <laughs> for it. 
But uh, I, I, I received a big box of uh, a rather large. Did, did you get your Manscaped swag, Spencer? Yeah, yeah. It was great. They sent me the freaking Lawnmower 3.0, Jeff. Oh, boy. Yeah. And the plow. You, no. you know what I liked? I've never had an I've never had a nose hair trimmer. That's mm-hmm. it's fun. It's fun. I mean, it, it, it's like a it, it's like a weed whacker, but you stick it in your face and it just and it eats up your nose hair. And now my my nose hair looks like I went to like a, a fancy spa and had it like waxed. <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried mine out, but I've never had one of those before. But uh, you know, the last ten years or so, I've definitely been noticing more nose hairs and stuff so i gotta i gotta give it a, a swirl well um, among among the, the other things that were in the thing there was they, they put some uh some some uh some panties in there for me some under under trousers and uh and uh, some other stuff and one spray called ball toner oh yeah and uh there's precious little information about what the what the pros uh versus the cons are of toning your balls it just says give your give your junk a couple sprays Mm-hmm. And uh, I did it. Um, am I a happier person? Um, not not noticeably, but I think just the act of just having a dedicated thing to spray on your balls. I don't know. That's self care, Jeff. It is self care, is it? I don't know. You got to tone those and, balls. And then there's a ball deodorant, which I mm-hmm. guess here, here, here's here's an old school. Uh, ball deodorant take a shower before having sex before anyone gets down there clean it up don't make anyone go through that that's fucking nasty um i i think the danger of ball deodorant it's uh it's just gonna make people lazier and feel like you've got, you you can just throw some de- deodorant on some stanky balls and that you mm-hmm. fucking did you, you did uh your significant other or whoever you're hooking up with um a service don't you wow that? it it tastes like sour sweat and deodorant. <laughs> this solves all my problems as a person who enjoys filleting. 15 minutes left, Kevin says. Do we have enough time to play a little D&D? We could. Um, we could also just... Oh, I guess we can't end early, huh? We got other shows that we gotta fit. I got, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, to you people. I gotta shit like a... Do racehorses shit? Is that something that happens? Oh, I said that happens. Um, no, but I do got a shit. It's not good. I, I don't think I don't think how, it would be good long, to go on the show. Kevin and I can certainly fill time. Is this going to be one of those long, like you're going to finish the New York Times crossword puzzle shits, or is this going to be like a like a that's like the a, thing, like it, a, sur- it, a surgical strike? It will be, and I want to end the like I want to be here for the end of the show. I think I'd miss the end of the show. <laughs> So I'm I don't want to end early. I don't that, wanna, that's not a problem. I don't, I, I don't want to poop shame, shame you, Spencer, but this is at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, uh, it's, it's, it seems an odd time for a, for like a real important poop. Yeah, what did I eat yesterday? What did I eat yesterday? Well, you, you, I don't you even have a lot of caffeine. You, you have a lot of caffeine in your diet, and that's got to make you a little, little more ready to roll. Yeah. Well, what if we just go until I'm crowning? And then once that happens, <laughs> we can end the show. <laughs> Could that I mean, be? Fun? Yes. Let's let's not take it that far. <laughs> okay. No, I think I, I think I'm okay. I'm getting my second wind. Well, this is maybe my third wind actually. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, should we try to play D and D? I mean, we could. Weren't we in the we middle of combat much time. last time? Well, how about that's this? the let, thing. Let's just, I, th- I think we were okay. I, I'm, let's just go real fast. I'll read my thing real quick. 
Uh, episode 21, right? That was 21 last time? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I have Boat. Walter's dead. We sail to the... The something... Can't read that. This, oh, the smugglers... We sail to the smugglers' shit. I probably meant ship. Oh, I wrote no. shit. Big Copper... Johnny Fever's with us. Uh, it's a one-mass ship, 90 feet long, 20 feet wide. I grabbed the captain. Yeah, I got him by the fucking with the dagger. Uh, he's got old military clothing. Uh, a wizard motherfucker comes out, like an old uh wearing like some fancy jazz. Uh, I, get, oh, I, yeah. I, I got everyone assembled on deck. There's a big dude with style. He's probably the wizard. And there's a shirtless dude. That's all I have. And, th and then we started fucking the, like, the, the fur was started to fly, as I recall. Yeah, yeah. It started. You started a battle. Um, okay, you know, maybe, but you do the recap, Spencer, and maybe we get just a couple dice rolls in here, just you know, just to get a little, a little action in our day when I'm not yeah, complaining not? about nothing. Let's. Uh, um. Last time on that happens. Our heroes were in a boat. What was the name of the boat? Our heroes were on the Liberator, Liberator on their way to stop the smuggling operation, her smuggler's ring. They were sailing to a ship full of smugglers to stop them. They had learned after breaking up the smuggling ring that was taking place in this old house that they had a seafaring operation and they had to shut it down. And so that's why after partnering with the late Walter Salmore, they got this ship and took it towards the ship, uh, the other one, the ship that was full of the freaking smugglers, uh, waiting until nightfall for the perfect time to ambush. Our heroes snuck over to the new ship, the smuggler's ship, the sea ghost, and started <laughs> creeping around. They interrogated someone a little tiny bit and then slid his throat and pushed him into the water. And then... They grabbed the freaking captain with a knife to his throat. They got him to pull out or to, to bring out his whole crew to try and get him to stop, you know, not fight and throw down their weapons. But it only kind of worked. And while some threw away their weapons, the rest attacked. And uh, the attacking is happening now. So how, how many uh, active uh, foes do we have uh, coming at us? Um... There's one, two, three. I think there's four. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. There's four. There's uh, the guy ended. that's not wearing a shirt. It was you had a you had a ray of frost in the air that you were firing at someone. Right. Do you know yeah. who you're? Let's just say it was at. Uh. I think it was at the guy without the shirt. So do you? You were rolling your attack. So do you want to finish rolling that? Right. So I I roll a d twenty to see if it hits. Right. Yep. 11. That, that is not I going did. to hit. Oh, did you add? You add five or something, right? It's so my, it's, what is it? You add uh, your charisma bonus. That's plus four. So that'll be 15 then. And then you also add your proficiency bonus, which I think is plus one or plus two. Um, that one actually, that will hit. Yeah. So you hit him. Um, so roll damage, which I think is one D eight. Is that right? Uh, Ray of frost is one D eight. Yes. 
All right, so roll 1d8 for your uh, frozen damage. Three. All right, so you hit him for three damage. You hit the first mate for three damage, and you can see the chill kind of, uh, like the frost kind of settle over his limbs, this kind of fuzzy kind of white, and it slows him down. The kind of chill to his bones is kind of, uh, has slowed him down, but he's still kind of charging forward. Um... Now, I guess let's just put it at Jeff's turn. Okay, so it, it, what was my current situation? I forget. Was I, was I still like grappling with somebody, or am I free? The captain that you had your blade to his, his neck, he pulled some crazy maneuver and, and, and pulled himself out of the grapple. So he doesn't have any weapons because he threw all his weapons down, but he kind of punched at you, and you're kind of... You're kind of in melee with him, with Big Copper and, um, and John, and um, then the the guy without the shirt is charging at you. There's another guy that's kind of circling towards you. And then the guy, uh, the deck wizard, he has the kind of fashionable clothing. He's mm-hmm. um, hanging back, kind of casting spells from a distance. So, so wait, the, the shirtless guy was charging at me? Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of running towards you, yeah. Okay, I, I, uh, I lose a short bow at that motherfucker. All right. And that's a... Uh, 21 that's gonna hit so roll damage uh and my damage is sorry six d6 uh, d mm-hmm. uh just one okay and i think you add your bonus so you, so you would add your dexterity bonus uh five five total all right so five total but you know it is a bit what do you call it it's a bit of an involved process to pull out your bow and, and aim it out the guy. And so while that all is happening, the captain, uh, he gets a, a sneaky punch into your stomach and he punches you for three damage. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, so then it's going to be the pirate's turn. Do you, do you have my current uh, hit points right now, Spencer? Uh, have you taken any damage? No, you you should be at full health right now. Okay, I believe. Minus Someone three. can correct me. My, minus three. Oh, three, and then no, and you got punched again. So minus minus three more. So I guess you're you're down six. Sorry, because he punched you in the last game too. I knew okay. I was missing some damage. Um, but yeah. So the first mate is going to charge at you, and he actually is going to swing his long sword at you, and he catches you right on the shoulder. You kind Ooh. of duck. But just a bit too slow, and this is Jeff I'm talking to. So one d eight. Ooh, this is gonna hurt. Oh, I was wrong. Oh, only did two damage somehow. Um, two, okay, two. Yeah, two damage. Um, okay. I'm done. Right, I really do gotta. I, I, I do gotta shit though. You guys. <laughs> this, is, this is becoming a situation. I don't know how I did this to myself. Why did I create this situation? Would you call it a butt hanger? (laughs) Oh, no. I would, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Thanks, everybody. Okay, look, you know what? Uh, We're all friends here. We're all adults. We can can talk about the real stuff. Um, Why don't we we call it an evening? Let Spencer uh, go uh, 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 heed nature's call. 
thank you so much, Hapuccinos, for being with us and uh, listening to me bitch about just not- nothing. Uh, please join us next week for the for the smooth, refreshing taste of birthday cake flavored Mountain Dew. Um, we'll we'll have special guests um, Carol Channing and Neil Gaiman will be with us uh, with their new book uh, of uh, vegan uh, cupcake recipes. Um, and anything else, Kevin? You got you got a Patreon. You want to plug your Patreon? Oh yeah, my Patreon. I'm still trying to write a book, everybody. And now that I've cleaned up my act, I'm actually getting back to the old writing in in, a, in, in, nice. in, in earnest. Uh, so uh, story time with Jeff B. Davis is a, is a thing. And uh, to, to all those people that are that are already patrons, thank you so much for putting up with me and my laziness. Uh, but I, I love you all dearly. And uh, if you go to whoslive.com, who's with the W-H-O-S-E live.com, you can see our huge list of uh, potential gigs coming up. We're all over North America, and uh, we are coming to a city near you. So please come see us because we miss your tits, and we want to see you and gently fondle you and, and spread uh, the gamma uh, variant and really keep the COVID rolling. Um, yeah. I love you all. Spencer, uh, scamper away and go make magic happen. <laughs> Oh yeah, but uh, first, just uh, what uh, what uh, you know, it, it, people might not know, but you can actually watch this. You don't have to just listen to it. If you go to shrophomevideo.com on Sundays when we record, what do we record at? Four five thirty, right? Five thirty p.m. Pacific time. You can actually watch this live. And if you go to shrophomevideo.com, you can also find a link to the Discord, and that's where people are. You know, people are talking, watching the show. We're not just you're not just catching it on Thursdays as a podcast. So you can check that out too. Um, and Kevin, next, who's, on, Kevin? Who's, on deck, who's on deck for the next show on Shrub Home Video here? Uh, we got Draw With Me by David Hartman. And then after that, what everybody's waiting for is a new episode of Found Crap, followed by Unpack the Crap with Rob and Kate. Coming up. I right think now. I know what crap they're going to be finding. My, mine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Spencer, no. N- n- now you, you, you're making me worried. Let's consider this a medical emergency. Uh, good, uh, good night and good, uh, and good day, and uh, we love you all dearly. Thank you so much for being here. We will catch you on the flip-flop. Bye-bye. Shit with Satan. <laughs> I don't know.